Hello, and welcome to our latest Podmaster episode, where master entrepreneur Rick Lowe and I spend some time each week chatting about things that are front of our minds. If you're a freeman, enjoyed this podcast, then do go check out our others. And if having listened to them, you have something you'd like to share, then do get in touch with me, Mark Huxley. I'd love to hear from you. Afternoon, Rick. Afternoon, Mark. So this week we were chatting and we thought, as we're now firmly stepping out back into into the daylight of some kind of um, uh, normality, that we'd look at what is this now going to start looking like for for businesses going forward? And, and I, I think in the, the kind of three, four maybe key areas, you know, one, what is this new way of working going to look like? How's it going to affect their employees? What's it going to mean for some of the kind of operating infrastructure of the of the business and and actually going out and doing stuff with customers? You know, what what what's it going to look like going forward on on that part of it? Probably starting top down as a as a business leader yourself. I mean, we've spoken a lot about the adaptation that that you've gone yeah. through and the thinking you've had mm. to go through in your business. Coming out of that, you know, when you now reflect on it, what lessons have you really taken out of that that you're going to take forward that that's kind of shaped you? Well, I think the, in terms of people, it, it, I think it shows how resilient people are because it, almost instantly everybody was more or less shut down and sent home to work. And it's fair to say that most people I've talked to with businesses, Mark, and yeah, I'm sure you'll echo this, the resilience of people has been uh, a very positive thing. Um, sadly, many people have been furloughed, and, but fundamentally, people seem to have grasped the reality of working from home and you know i suppose when the the euphoria of, of not having to commute to an office has passed they you realize that it, it can be quite a lonely place and also quite repetitive sitting down you know on zoom calls or or not actually physically moving about interacting with your other colleagues so i think it's been a positive outcome based on something that could have been a really big challenge for businesses. And let's not forget, technology has been a great facilitator in that. You know, if if we hadn't had the ability for essentially free video calls, there'd be much bigger implications on business. So I think, I I do think it's been positive, but I'm sure we'll come on to it in the rest of the um, conversation about some of the challenges uh, ahead. And do you think, in a more kind of permanent set of changes that the leader of, of tomorrow is going to be materially different to that that's there at the moment? Or do you think possibly we might slowly but surely slip back to old habits? And I'm particularly thinking about things like business travel and the like there. Yeah. We've had yeah. three or four months where it's quite patently shown you don't need to sure. rush off to get sure. the red eye out to wherever in the world. But it feels like there's a habit that could, could form back out of that. Yeah, I think I think... I don't think it will ever come full circle to where we were, which means that we all as leaders have to think about how we're going to communicate, because that's our main role, isn't it? How we communicate our business uh, to our customers, to our employees, etc. And I know from my experience, and just today it happened, I was on a Zoom call with a new customer. I've never physically met these people, and we're moving an opportunity along together. And normally I would have been sitting in their office having that conversation. So on the one hand, wow, I don't need to drive up the M1 
and spend half a day or a full day going to and fro to meeting. But on the other hand, you do miss those nuances of human interaction that you don't get on a on a time Zoom call. So I think what will emerge in the coming months and years is is a lot of debate and thought and innovation around how you motivate your team remotely, how you engage with them, how you are empathic towards them as human beings as part of your organization. And I think probably as we all do as entrepreneurs, quite a lot of it is going to be learning um, learning as we go. So I'm not sure there's any right or wrong way currently, but as we've got our own, our own personalities, we will have to put our own style and spin on it to make it work for our businesses. And it is going to be a big part of, of moving a, a business forward is how you innovate around your communication with your team when they're not physically in the same office as you. Do you I mean, ultimately, do you think that can fully work if you've got people and whether it's just kind of creating ideas and you know intellectual creation or physical creativity do you, do you actually think that can properly be done remotely um i i know you know again we were chatting beforehand that our friend charles armstrong at the Trantory yeah. wrote a really good article on medium about the mm. need for for community creation and yeah one thing yeah. he wants to do is put all of those people you know back in a room under whatever circumstance, yeah. and that, that creativity can only be done in a in a single room. Is that is that a, yeah. a view you would share? Well, I think yeah, we we've discussed this. There's there's lots of nuances of communication, and when you're physically with somebody, or you bump into them at the coffee machine or in the corridor or wherever that happens to be at work, you generally draw in more information and knowledge about their situation, yours, and that's all part of moving relationships forward. Look, one would hope there will be a vaccine, which means we can all be safe in a room together. But whether we'll have a situation where people go back to what was the status quo, I think there'll be a hybrid, which therefore means as a business leader, you've got to chart a course with your employees that allows you for best communication, but also best flexibility. And that's probably going to be different for different businesses and different parts of your business, different different um, employees in, in areas of your business who may need more face-to-face. And certainly just going back to what you've said, anything creative or strategic, it is valuable when you're physically with, a, with that group of people. But do you need to be in an office every day? Probably not now, almost certainly. And could you do it more effectively off-site or more geographically compatible? Yes, you could. And if you've got a whole international cohort to your business, then it's probably a hybrid as well. You've probably got creatives in the room in one country and people dialing in from others. So I think it's going to be interesting to see what the long-term ramifications are. But I bet you every business lead is thinking about it, because I certainly am in, in our space as to how we fully engage going forward in the, in the best way. And, and, and you take the benefits of people being, having the freedom to work from home and what that means to their lifestyle, but you don't want to lose the creative and commercial force of your business um, because it, it really does stem from people, nothing else. 
I think it's an interesting point because and it's certainly stuff that, that's been coming across some of my day jobs that I think if, if, if I look at mid-size and above businesses into kind of corporations that they want that agility it's very important for them to to ensure that the you know the hard working and, and to be rewarded employees that have supported them through the weird times feel like they've got the right work life balance but there's equally a worry that if the dial goes too far one way or the other yeah, that yeah. You, you end up with a lack of communication if they're working too remotely and that can then start breeding silo thinking into mm. people making up their own mind of what they think right looks like and yeah. actually then all of the you know kind of the the, the domino effect of affecting you know brand reputation that kind of one business feel that everyone works very hard at to put that single bit of delivery across and i be honest and say that i i'm not sure i hear enough of a dialogue amongst those that that i'm dealing with that are really recognizing that at the moment which i think could be massively retrograde mm. and particularly yeah as, yeah economies in quite a fragile place of you know needing to reboot and rebirth and, and and suddenly you've got you know people somewhat kind of you know going off off reservation and just doing what they think is right for the right reasons uh, again I, I say it but that's my world I don't know whether you've seen that or you you have echoed that sentiment well I, I think look we we all know the basic human needs of what what people require and, and that won't change because of COVID-19 but we've got to find a way that we we still show empathy to all you know all the people around us, customers included, employees. We've got to figure out the best way of communicating. And as individuals, we have different ways of communicating that suit us, different communication styles. But I do believe that you know, all employees really do want to feel engaged and still part of the team. And I think it will unfold quite quickly how what, what the mechanisms are to do that and there'll be some really good thought leadership coming through and, and let's hope a lot of it comes by the guild as well as entrepreneurs that show how people are innovating to engage their employees and, and, and keep them motivated and keep them on side and ultimately drive more value uh, let's take the positives of flexibility let's say and technology but also let's not forget the human uh, element of what we're dealing with and you know i think you've used the term mark community of employment um it's it, we, we, you know, your, your business is a community and, and your customers are part of that community so you can't rule out them in the whole conversation they need it, it how are you going to engage with your best customers or a new customer like i experienced today never met them face to face started off with emails, moved to a Zoom call, followed up with emails, and hopefully that will generate business. But to, do, to, to move that relationship on, at some point one would hope I can get in a room with them. Yeah, I, 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 well, I think that whole customer journey is, is massively up for the kind of reimagination going forward. But you kind of referenced earlier about changes, you know, and I think there has been 100% of changes forced upon us some of them are going to end up being permanent. Um, some have been good temporary changes that mm. fundamentally won't be good in the longer term uh, as, as people do settle into a, a new working rhythm. I mean, from your point of view, what do you think have been the, the best of the changes that have happened, which you think will now stay in your business going forward? And, you know, similar ways, you know, those temporary changes, 
if you're going to avoid you know slipping back and it might be part of this customer journey thing that you've been talking about you know rather than great that you can slip back to getting in the m1 and driving up up the motorway yeah but you know mm. if that's not going to happen how do you think they can they can best evolve going forward well i think i think obviously technology is the facilitator and um thankfully it's free in the case of zoom more or less um and we just have to get better at using those you know, is there a whole conversation mark on how to present better on um on zoom you know i i was on a uh, seminar or webinar from one of our freemen a couple of weeks ago you know john hammond talking about that very thing how do you communicate better over you know, via technology um i think we've all we've, we've got to we've got to address that um and also because different people have different communication styles maybe a starting point is to take an inventory of your staff and think you know the role they're in are how are they doing working remotely you know they may be doing very very well they may have become more efficient more effective but others probably do yearn for a bit of a more community physical presence um in, in an office and how how do you how do you allow for that you know do, do you do you have a a team get together remotely you know like a bit like we do with with the jolly isolator with the gill we can't do physical drinks so we do it remotely seems to have worked okay actually and do you systematically have that with your team so every monday or friday last friday of the month you have half an hour together just winding down with the social just to get that engagement to get that banter and camaraderie um so I think these things will emerge, different things for different people, but I do think it's important to think about it. It's quite easy for us all to motor on as leaders in business and just say, you know, keep it, keep it on the agenda, but never really get to it. But I think it's a really important thing. And, and, and maybe the starting point, of course, is asking each individual how they're doing and what, how they're getting on and being human and, and seeing what, what their thought processes are as to what 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 a better solution is as it evolves, you know, because it, it will evolve, it will change. And actually, I think in that temporary change becoming permanent, you know, being binary tech versus human, but actually the very large grey area that sits in the middle is, you know, is, is humans playing nicely with the tech and one not over dominating the other is probably a a really quite big subject. But again, probably one that needs to be a little bit more front and center mm. at the moment so you know you're not just falling back and relying on tech you know and appreciate the reasons exactly you your, your customer interactions at the moment but how do you get them all to play nicely with each other no i, I think look it, i think on the one hand you've got to view it as an opportunity to to be flexible but you've got to also as all these things are mark you know there's some responsibilities in there because you're dealing with people um and we probably don't know the longer term effects of such a shift in working, um, a working pattern for, for, for employees. Um, because as much as working from home is great, it's got huge advantages, it does present challenges. And I think we, we've, we've got to work through it and, and, and each business will have its own set of challenges. And some of those will be common. Some of those will be very unique to that business. Some will be huge advantages that come out of this, or there will be huge advantages, but there'll also be things we need to keep keep an eye on. So on the one hand, it's exciting because change always brings opportunity, but it but also brings brings other things you've got to think about. And, and, and none of us want to have our businesses go backwards at all. And people are so important to 
you know, your employees are so important to the success of the business. I think now, you know, now we're 10, 12 weeks into lockdown, and as you said, emerging, a, a lot of the thought will, will, will move to that, that area, I'm sure. Okay, Rick. I mean, that feels like a really nice place to draw this to a close for this week. So, as always, thank you. And, uh, well, I, I guess I will see you this time next week. Exactly. Look forward to it.